All right, and hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Senpai Kohai Podcast. It's your boy Trey and your boy Steven. Steven, what the hell are you doing over there? I'm just hanging out. I'm actually surprised you're here. I feel like you've been gone forever. It it has felt like a long time. Although it was was it it has felt like a long time. Yeah, it's it's been yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, damn. <laughs> well, I'll have you know in these couple weeks, I've done a bit. Really? Quite a bit. Think you're going to be impressed with what I've done. All right. And you're what I've started. Senpai? You're going to impress Senpai? Is that what we're doing? I'm going to try. <laughs> but what we're going to start off with, uh, with the nature of this episode, it's going to be isekais. And no really, way. it's just going to be just talking about isekais. It's, uh, it's kind of the main thing once Take we get me there. to another world. Yes. Ew. Points deducted that, for that. Points deducted. Judgment. All uh, of this episode. So Look, I was talking about Aladdin. You know, he's always, he was telling Jasmine, I'm going to take you to a whole new world. Yeah, that's, that's not what you said. That, <laughs> that, just that, shut that, up. I didn't. <laughs> Is Aladdin easy? Anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if he, he had actually delivered on his promise, that would be the case. Well, he did turn into a prince. And... I, that, I don't right, know. Let's, let's not try know. to justify Aladdin as an isekai. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious about doing this maybe one day. Taking the Disney movies and finding their <laughs> anime counterpart name <laughs> or genre. Maybe seeing what they fit in as. That'd be fantastic. So I have right here a list from CBR.com of the... What, what was the... Uh, the 10 weirdest isekai manga you have to read. And really, all I looked up was the worst names. And this is what came up. And I don't think it fails to deliver. So... <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, definitely. And I'm going to read these off to you, and I just want to know what you know about them. If you don't know anything, that's okay. I don't either. I sure as hell don't. But the first one on our list is the middle-aged man's noble daughter's reincarnation. I know nothing about this. It's Absolutely a, not. Like, it, There's so many isekai out there. There is. There's too many. Yeah. Really. Too but, many people what, being reborn like, elsewhere. Like, this is like the noble's daughters being re reborn? That's that re, uh, There's a whole extra part of this title that didn't need to be there. The middle-aged <laughs> man's... You could have cut that out. Noble daughter reincarnation. That could have been... I would have been maybe curious about noble daughter reincarnation. But... I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, again, like I feel like after this episode, I'm going to have to go look up a bunch of synopsis and and maybe see if anybody's even bothered to translate this stuff. Or like, are these uh, manga shows, light novels, just in uh, general? Uh, you got me. You <laughs> may have to do some extra research if you're that curious about maybe one or two of these. Uh, the next one is Kimono Michi or Kimono Michi. <laughs> Kimono Michi. Kim Possible Michi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've seen that series and it's it's something else. It's uh, this wrestler gets uh, reincarnated to another world and he just really has, you know, love of animals. He, he loves taking care of animals and they want him to eradicate the monsters. So instead, he suplexes the princess and just goes out and starts like taking care of monsters and gathering monsters as like pets. And he's a freaking wrestler with like a mask. Like so that's a, like it's. It's it's bizarre. It's an experience. Someone has sent me, I think, a clip of someone suplexing a princess just out of the bizarreness of it. Oh, yeah. Like, because it, it, when he suplexes her, like her panties and everything are on full display. So this is there's a little bit of lewdness going on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that shouldn't be the motivating factor for you to go watch this show. Oh. <laughs> the next one, Dragon Ball. That time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. That sounds like a very short isekai. 
It, it's a one novel one. I've seen this one in stores. Really? Yeah. I, I've actually been curious. So oh, I thought you just made this shit up. No, no, it's real. Really? It, yeah. It's not a Kira Toriyama. Okay. But it, it is someone else under the uh, under with the artwork. I, I don't know if Akira drew it out. I don't think he did. But all I gotta say is, that, you know, I'm pretty impressionable. And you like to just make shit up and tell it to me. And you sound very serious when you say it. That is, oh, that's what I do. I, I am a <laughs> seller of lies. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You sit, you sit on a throne of lies. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> but uh, once I get my Dragon Ball. So I want to have a collection of manga one day. Just a side story. Uh, so once I get my my office and my, my gaming area, I'm, I'm going to have three rows of manga. And my first one's going to be all the Naruto's. Or, yeah, all the Naruto's, one through 72. Maybe the side stories at the end. I'm not sure. And the next one I want to be all the Dragon Balls. Because when you line all those up, they kind of have Shinron and all mm-hmm. the different images yeah, going through. Yeah, they do through. that uh, cool like spine mm-hmm. art. Yeah, spine art. And the next one, I want it to be just the random other ones. We talked about before the Battle Ninja. Wow, Battle Angel Alita. There you go. Um, Alliteration. Yeah, but uh, I, let me not. And so we... Uh, <laughs> I just kind of want that other one to be there. I want Konosuba up there, uh, the Alitas, and I'm not sure what else, but we'll see. Alitas is, is a solid get. Good choice, man. I, it's just that red leather bounding. That's really it. And plus, I like that cyberpunk to it. Yeah. I, I really like how Alita looks. I I like the movie, too. Uh, the movie was actually pretty enjoyable. There yeah. might be some out there that'll you know give me reasons why it isn't. But if you kind of you know stop stressing about all the details and just watch a movie and enjoy it enjoy the movie for what it is yeah absolutely it's not bad no they've been trying to make that thing for freaking years yes and they finally got it off the ground i think they did a great job with it and i mean it's definitely better than ghost in the shell i didn't i was really nervous about the new ghost in the shell so Mm -hmm. i didn't want to see it so i didn't it's it's a thing yeah Yeah. um maybe one day maybe we all yeah aren't we all just a thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the next one is summoned to a parallel fantasy world many times. I uh, I don't know how many times this person's been isekai'd, but I guess it's too many times. You think you get scared of trucks at that point? You, you know, truck coon just keeps turning <laughs> down, just like you're going to another one, buddy. And, and you know, he only turns on whenever that boy reappears, and it's <laughs> he's here, <laughs> and then he goes. <laughs> the next one. In another world where baseball is war, a high school ace player will save a weak nation. That is the whole title. That is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 words. Well, in, in its defense, I at least know what it's about. I, I think I know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. He saved a weak nation as a baseball player. That's right. The end of the war was actually just Koshien. Uh, I I, I want to know I guess what he what powers he gets if he throws if he's a wizard I guess and he throws like fast fireballs or something like it just makes me think of uh on the Super Nintendo there was a baseball game called Super Baseball Simulator 1000 I think it was on the Super the Super Nintendo astounded me and he, I got I'm sorry finish your story no, and then I'm gonna get to mine <laughs> absolutely so this is a traditional baseball game on the Super Nintendo but your pitcher and your batter would get power ups. And so, like, you you could actually activate, like, a super fastball that literally lit up on fire and went so fast they could pretty much not hit it. that You had to, like, pixel perfect to really hit that bad boy. 
And then they had stuff like where the pitcher would split into four and throw four balls and you'd have to like hit it again just right to actually hit that ball. But at the same time, the batter could have, you know, a power up that if you did hit the ball, it'd like fly away into space or something like that. You know, just like really added a certain degree of strategy of playing with each other. And it was it was a lot of fun. And that's what I think of it. Like, like instead of just being a baseball player, he gets these power ups to his baseball actions. That's got to be it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really cool. Like. I don't know. They need to bring that back. Oh, oh also, that game is on the Switch's uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, is it really? Like uh, free games that they have. Well, free. That's with the uh, membership. Oh, yeah. The, the Wow. What is it called? Nintendo Switch Online. Yes. The absolutely. NSO. Yes. NSO. Yes. They actually put Super Baseball Simulator 1000 on there. So wow. we might have to check that out after I, this. I think so. I, I think <laughs> I think we may be due for a game. So I'm not a sporty guy, but I do like... Mario sports and my favorite one is Super Mario Sluggers that came out for the Wii. It is so fun and so crazy and I don't know anything about baseball. I learned almost nothing from that game and <laughs> I, but I got so good at it. I just went and unlocked everything. I did everything in the game. I, I made sure nothing was unturned. And it was so fun. I unlocked every stadium, got all the coins for oh, everything. Oh, wow. You were devoted. I w- so this is a point when we had our Wii, and we, we didn't really have many other games that caught my attention at the time, but Super Mario Sluggers, and it was fun with uh, the four other siblings. Mm. Sorry. I don't think my youngest one was able to play. Three other siblings. So we would all take turns passing the Wiimote, playing, and I was the one they didn't want to play against. Uh, like, oh, it's Trey's uh, team. It's Trey's and it would be God. it'd be me and uh, who is my guy? I want to say it was Boo. And uh, it was Boo or Diddy Kong, ironically. We always have to come back to uh, Lord and Savior. And we, uh, <laughs> I would always just win. And it was so fun. I love it. I hope that's one that makes its way to the Switch or a new iteration. Like they've done this uh, tennis game. But I hope a new baseball comes. I hope so too. Uh, or a new uh, Strikers. Yeah, new st- everyone's strikers always hyping for Strikers. Yeah. So, so good. If they could, even if they just ported the dang thing. Yeah. That, people would be into it. all they need. To do that for like $30 or $40 and Just then port Super Strikers to the fucking like Switch and And make they it made thing. their fiscal year after that. They could they could all probably retire. Uh you should uh, but you definitely get your mute button ready because every time Toad would freaking wind up for that kick, it, that sound. Hello! Oh <laughs> my god, kicks. it was the worst. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, tell me some more terrible Isekai titles. That's right. Turns out we're doing this. Uh, <laughs> the next one is Killer Shark in Another World. What? I'm curious. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's even funnier to think about how this happens. Like, did a guy get Isekai'd into a Killer Shark? Or did a Killer Shark get, like, Isekai'd into Another World? And it's like, what? I'm a shark still, but I'm in another world. I'm going to read the description okay. for this one. Uh, looked down on all of her life. The summoner Shiromi wants to do everything she can to prove herself. Her goal is to help the world defeat the Demon King, but she ends up summoning a monster far more frightening, a shark from a bee movie. The shark quickly grows attached to her, and she quickly finds out that it has the power seen in many shark movies. It can turn to a giant sharktopus and even summon a sharknado. It usually Are you kidding me? <laughs> Is that a real thing you're <laughs> reading? Are you just not? Are you not making this up? You I, have to be. No, I, I, this is it. It, it has the a like shark has and a pictures little girl with it. on the front. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh! I wonder how far along they are. All I know is it, it, it appears that an, an author watched Sharknado and said, "What if I just put that in another world? Like I made it an isekai. What if I isekai that shark?" <laughs> I'm 
sure I'm sure that's probably a Sharknado movie at this point. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so good. Okay. What's the next? next one? A story about a cat reincarnated in a different world where there are no cats. Like it reincarnates as a cat into a different world where there's no cats? That you almost just repeated me. Oh god, it did. That's <laughs> Hang on, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen words. <laughs> Uh, that you stop counting we'll just have you counting on this podcast at this point jesus <laughs> the next one is transferred to another world but i'm saving the world of an otome game and this one has like a guy in a teacup in it i don't really yeah i mean the otome genre has a lot of isekai involved in it in the first place it kind of is the isekai yeah i mean there's thing there's things like you know i've talked about uh the saints magic power is overwhelming i think is the name of it which is an isekai for about 10 minutes. And then it's basically this woman living in another world. And it's just a story of how, what she does in another world. Like it almost isn't even brought up again. And it seems very Otome game like, but there's a ton of series where somebody gets turned into the villainous of an Otome game or, Mm -hmm. you know, the Butler of the villainous in an Otome game. And there's just a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the most popular one is, uh, was it, uh, my life is a villainous. It's a, uh, yeah, All Roots Lead to Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with Bacarina. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I don't know what that every, is. All the, because her name is Katarina and everybody in Japan refers to her as oh, Bacarina. Oh, Bacarina. <laughs> no, yeah. that's funny. Because she's so oblivious to so much stuff. Even though she's reincarnating from, from the modern world, knows everything about this game, she still makes stupid decisions as the character. Like, she's just, in, like spacey person yeah and like all these all these guys clearly fall in love with her throughout the entire series even in the first season because there's a second season of this like I, I will admit i finished the series it started out strong but it gets very repetitive yeah and she's so oblivious it's frustrating like don't get me wrong i've watched a lot of male protagonists be oblivious as hell but it's it's equally hard whenever like the character seems to be very self aware at the beginning and yeah. makes dumb decisions throughout the entire story. So like it's not a bad show to watch. It's just it's mediocre. It's mediocre. I wanted it to be better. It has funny moments at the beginning, and then it's just like okay, Otome games. Yeah. Anyways, I've gone on this whole like little uh, yeah, side for road Otome here. Otome games. Uh, uh, yeah. The thing is, this next one is called "I Took a Trip into an Otome Game." So I think uh, we can go ahead and just. Skip words on that one. Like took a trip. Like that's what it says. Like can go, uh, well, there are there are isekai where the character can move back and forth between the modern world and the and the alternate world. Mm. The final one. Though I may be a villainous, I'll show you that I can obtain happiness. And really, that just kind of sounds like it sounds like uh, my life is a villainous. Yeah, I wonder if that's just an alternate wording of it. I don't know. I don't know either. But clearly, there's a lot of isekai out there, and they keep making more every year. Yeah, someone gets transferred into something, and it's it's an isekai. I'm I'm in an isekai right now. No, no, no you're not. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can it keep hoping. You yet. can you keep hoping. It hasn't the truck coon hasn't hit you Tr- yet. He won't hit me. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> I, I I walk across the street every day waiting. <laughs> truck coon, come Tr- on. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, don't get hit by truck coon. It's not gonna work. No, no, I won't. Um. I think I think that really leads me into what one of the big isekai series that everybody loves and I don't blame them cuz I at first I thought it was it was kind of rough but uh Konosuba Konosuba I didn't like at first. Wow. Yeah? Absolutely. But I went back and watched it again with a different perspective at, at the time and 
it's hilarious. Like yeah. I, I see what people like about it. I, the freaking first episode where he thinks he's about to get hit by a truck. <laughs> and so he, and this isn't really spoilers. It's the first episode. It's like the first five minutes. He, he thinks he, he's thinks he's saving a kid. Very Yu Yu Hakusho, by the way. Yeah. Oh, um, it was, it was but good. he thinks he's about to get hit by a truck and die. So he dies from shock. And then and he pisses himself. he pisses himself he pisses himself and the freaking goddess like that's there to reincarnate him <laughs> makes fun of him and I think doesn't she like show like a video of it she happening shows <laughs> she shows him the embarrassment of his family finding him. that's right they're like oh no he shamed us he shamed us with his foolishness oh uh, it's my so God. ridiculous. I love I loved that first episode. It made me fall out laughing. And I can't remember. Maybe I just wasn't in the right place when I watched it the first time. Maybe I was watching it when it was first premiering. Um, so it was too spaced out. Maybe. Like being able one. to watch it back to back to back was a much better experience. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with the fact that there's like two seasons, some OVAs. And I think there's even a, mo- there's a movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Megumin's in that movie, baby. Oh, man. Oh, oh we don't need to start this waifu war right no, now. No, no, not yet. Absolutely. Uh, so, oh, there's not a war there. No, Megamine is the best. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's really, Aqua. really. You've. I've, oh wait, no. You're, you're like the Aqua guy. Wait, no, not Megamine. I'm the Megamine. No, what's her? What's the other one from the uh, Darkness? from the clan? No, not Darkness. There's Meg. No, have you seen the movie? No, I haven't seen all of the movie. <laughs> ah. uh, this is embarrassing. Wait, I, did you see the second season? It's been a long time. Okay. No, there's the other girl from their uh their clan. Um, I can't remember her name. Not it's not Megamine. Oh, I know I know who you're talking about, and I, the name is escaping anyway, me too. Anyway, Wiz is the best. I'm failing as a senpai. Wiz is the best, and it's okay. She's the uh she's the shop owner. <laughs> I love it. I love that you always gravitate towards like these really ridiculous side characters in the end. It's I think you try to adopt the main waifu. You know, like at least one of the main waifus. Yeah. But then you're like, this random side character that's only in there for about 15 minutes. This is uh, this is what I love. But Wiz is great. Wiz is really wholesome. And she tries to be like, a, or she is a really sweet, wholesome, like necromancer, I think is what they kind of <laughs> aim for her to be. Because she's dead. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. But it, it's fine. Konosuba is my favorite isekai. I binged all of that in like two weeks, which is unheard of for me to go through in like 50 episodes and a movie that never happened that's true it, it took you a bit to get through a rumakun season yeah. one it, it was forced but man <laughs> but when when konosuba was on the table that was different that's different that absolutely was. so so we've we've kind of touched on isekai let's take a break from isekai here um so i want you to tell me something interesting oh do you want to know my Oh, no. No, okay. You're shaking your head. <laughs> shaking my head, no. You're not even going to let me do it. Okay. No, not at all. I'm not going to let this travesty happen. How about I tell you what I'm playing? And play. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm playing. <laughs> tell me what you're playing. Tell me what you're playing. So I'm playing Final Fantasy three. For those that don't know, uh, next year is going to be my year of Final Fantasy, where I am playing Final Fantasy games through all of 2022 to catch up on everything I missed. I uh, I haven't played that many before this year. I've only played one and 15. And I missed out on everything in between. Really? <laughs> One through 15. You, you started at the beginning and the end. And yeah. that was... I played 15 on the console on my Xbox when I had it. And then 1, I played mobily. They released everything on mobile. And I just played it in between bus rides while I was going to uh, college. And I would just 
take it out during the bus and I would go through a dungeon and just wait on my turn. And I got to give you credit. You're a multitasking master when it comes to that sort of thing. I mean, we were, we were watching Arumakun and you were grinding on Final Fantasy VII at the same time. Like I, That's impressive. Like I don't have that kind of focus. You got to be I, ready to absorb at I, any time. I thought I could do that with Ryza when I, during my grinding periods. And it turns out I can't. Like I want, like I, the 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 sounds, the music. That's like, different. That's like I I want it, but I don't necessarily need it. You know, yeah. like I'm just doing like alchemy and like pushing buttons and loading certain materials into stuff. I might be running to turn in a quest. Like these don't need. They they really don't need the soundtrack and all the little voice clips and things like that. I could just mute it and like listen to music, listen to a podcast, watch an anime or something like that while I'm just running around in circles and fighting things and hitting X. Yeah. But I can't do it. I can't do it. It's hard for me. I don't think I could do that with Ryza. Ryza is too stunning to not have your attention. It is a beautiful it, game. And you you it kind of deserves that. But like with Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy three, like I don't need to give it my full attention. I'm not missing anything. It's that's not, a fair point. You're not you're not being dazzled um, yeah. in the way that you would with something like Ryza or like Horizon Zero Dawn. And yeah, where they like they kind of demand you to see what's going on and always pay attention. Yeah, um, and audio is a big part of that as well in a lot yeah. of those games because there's little like um, lore bits that are shared as you're running around doing stuff, and someone's like, "Hey, look at that thing over there!" and talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. That's it's a little bit different. I think it works with older games a little bit more. Um, but yeah, good lord. Um, so Final Fantasy three, huh? Yep. So I'm getting a jump on it. I just finished seven not too long ago. Now I'm working on three. I'm alternating between a 3D game and a 2D game. That mm-hmm. way, I kind of keep it, keep it up. I guess switched up. So, so you're kind of like tired. going back and forth from the 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 front end of the series and the back end of the series. Kind of, yeah. Okay. That way, I'm working on it. And my biggest worry though is when I get to 13, mm. 10, and 13 because they have sequels. Okay. Well, I will warn you. 13 will be a bit of a slog for you. Yeah. It was for me. That's just my personal taste. I started 13 like four times, and it. I always get to the same part and I stop. But I'm a smarter gamer now. Mm-hmm. I read sometimes. Imagine that. I try to. Wow. <laughs> I, try, <laughs> I try to understand what's going on. But uh, we're definitely going to see where I get when I get there. I'm excited for that one though. I'm in. I'm part of the the Final Fantasy Reddit. I'm like everyone always hypes up 13, mm-hmm. and it's a. Uh, it's real hit or miss from what I'm understanding. I think I think that people came back around to 13 and saw value in what it was doing. I, I thought the battle system was really interesting. The paradigm and stuff was yeah, neat. It was yeah. it was really it looked beautiful. Yeah. Um I did like a lot of the characters. Um Saz is fantastic. Uh I really like Lightning. She's basically female cloud, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think it's pretty cool. Um but then you get into more complicated stuff in 13.2 and then Lightning Returns, which is 13.3, I guess. I, I feel like and they, they make some changes and improve the gameplay. It's just the storyline gets a little wacky. Well, the original storyline is kind of wacky, too. But it's still enjoyable. It's just its own animal. Same with, with, four, with 15. Sorry, not 14. 14 is my online addiction. But 15 was a, an experience for me that I had to really adjust myself to. Because I realized something about that game. And it was the fact that it is, it is two games that they they were making. Yeah. And they smashed them together. So it's very jarring. Like, I don't know if you remember much about 15. I remember a lot. It's yeah. Like, I really liked it. So yeah. you start out looking for these legendary weapons. And you're in this open world, like, kind of doing stuff, driving around with your bros, 
trying to find these legendary weapons. And then all of a sudden you switch to fighting Titan and Leviathan and things like that. And something else is happening. So it feels like for the first half of the game, you have what was one game, right? Open world. And you're looking for these weapons. There's like 13 of them, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And um, then they interject Final Fantasy in the middle of it. Yeah, it, it's like you're halfway through looking for all these weapons, and it's like, surprise, here's these other characters, here's summons, let's fucking go. Yeah. And it, it changes gears. And it wasn't bad, and clearly the DLC definitely improved the situation, but it changed significantly from the, the, game, the way the game was at the beginning versus the end. And that was yeah. very jarring. I thought that was a, a little unusual. I saw a uh, a timeline that you should play the game in, and you shouldn't play it all together. Apparently, you you need to play the mini game that came out beforehand, and you don't need to do anything. You do what you want, but like there's a mini side scroller beat 'em up that came out called Kingsglaive. It's either called Kingsglaive or the movie, but you play the King's game, and then you watch Kingsglaive the movie. I think mm-hmm. is what it's called. Yeah. Then you play the game, then you stop, and then you watch the anime, then you stop. And then you go back to playing the game up to a certain chapter. Then you stop. And then you play one of the DLC patches. And then you just keep going until you finally experience the entirety that is This Final is Fantasy This is 15. some like crazy multidimensional social media shit. bullshit. Some Tetsuya Nomura Oh, that's shit. right. Nomura is involved that's in this. That's his baby. Absolutely. That's his baby. <laughs> way more sense. It's a mini Kingdom like, Hearts. Do I, do I have to download the VR like Monsters of the Deep fishing game to really understand the complete lore? Only if you can do it on your TI-81 calculator. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. So apart from Final Fantasy 3, um, I'm playing... Hollow Knight. Really? I am. Yeah. Oh, you, you're stealth revealing this on the podcast. I'm stealth revealing this. Like, art. Okay. So, for those that don't know, like, we talk about our friend group all the time, and we have a little Discord channel that we all chat in. And most of the guys have played Hollow Knight. And as a matter of fact, our friend Daryl, who was on last week's episode, uh, actually did multiple videos about Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. So, these guys sing the praises of Hollow Knight. I think you even tried to stream it at one point. I did. Yeah. I, I streamed it. Uh, my dislike of it came because this one guy would not shut the hell up about it and he wouldn't leave me alone. And he was like, Hey, you got to play hollow Knight." And I'm like, well, okay, man, well, I remember that. I remember that you, you were like vocal in your stream about like, dude, chill. Leave me. please, <laughs> Dude, you ask me every time I start a new game, I'm clearly not playing hollow Knight. And then I started playing hollow Knight, and it, it's a great game. It's, it's awesome. Like I have nothing against it. I, I do it only for comedic effect. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of kind of like uh, you always play the villain in your own Discord channel. That, I am the villain. It, it's hilarious. It's, I love it to death. Um, but it it's so good. I I think I just finished the second section, the uh, Green Path. Mm-hmm. Um. So now I need to go back up and check on some other things. See if I need to buy some new badges. But not badges. They're called notches. But yeah, keep on going. Yeah, you're you're at the part. About where I am, as a matter of fact, because I'm playing Hollow Knight as well. What? Yeah. Ah! Yeah, that, that's just blowing your mind right now, right? You have to race me. Uh, okay, we're racing through Hollow Knight. I have to finish Ryza, man. Well, you are now rising me through Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> what is that verb? It's, it's fictional. <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal it. But no, because uh, I'm probably going to struggle with this. My, my main focus is ho- not Hollow Knight. Final Fantasy 3. Okay, so, so you, you're like your hierarchy of games right now. Give it to me. Final Fantasy 3, Hollow Knight. I'm not playing anything else. I was playing Scarlet Nexus. I realized this a long time ago, and I loved it. It was fun. 
but it's just been so long mm-hmm. and I don't think I really remember how to play it. And it, it was a really groggy devil may cry. Mm-hmm. And for me to get back into it, I may have to restart it at this point. So I found that a lot of Bandai Namco games are kind of like that. Like, uh, uh-huh. no, just like specific ones in the recent memory, like code vein is a game that has a really cool dark souls system. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's equipment and there's different, um, types of things uh, like builds, like you get classes essentially in the game that you can set up your character to, to focus on. So it changes your play style, which weapons you use, which, um, I, I guess they, they use like uh, kind of like scarves or some kind of, like some kind of armor thing to like absorb stuff uh, kind of like, uh, in dark souls. But the thing about it is I started that game and I remember you have to absorb quite a bit of information to know how to play it. You got to absorb the blood skill lines. Those were, man, a beast. Like, I remember when I started looking at those and I was like, wow, I don't know what kind of build I really want to go. And there's a lot of them. Yeah, like starting off, you would expect it to be like one or two, but like right out the gate, you have like five or six choices. You can start unlocking skill lines. And I was overwhelmed. I, I think I have it, too. Or I got the demo. Yeah, you, I, I have you it tried it Steam. out. And they, they threw like, I think they threw in about three classes to start out with the tutorial. And then you unlocked one in the first area. Mm. And when you beat the first boss. And, but there's a, a lot of them. Yeah. And that was my thing. It was, it's, it's a very detailed game. And, you know, most Souls-like games are. But Bandai Namco especially has these complex systems in their games that if you don't stick to it, you should start over. Yeah, you'll be lost. Um, I think there's exceptions to the rule, of course, but this also works for like their uh, like Tales of series games. Yeah, each Tales of series game has a similar but distinctly different battle system, skill system, things like that. So you can't start say Tales of Bazeria, learn everything you you can about it in the early part of the game, leave it for three months, and then come back to it and know exactly how to play the game effectively. So you kind of get in this weird like. I'm either going to figure it out or I'm just going to start over. Yeah. Um, and Code Vein was like that for me. Like, I'm definitely going to start that bad boy over. I, I've been hesitating on Scarlet Nexus, but it just dropped on Xbox Game Pass. Nice. So uh, if I believe it's on if, if it's on the PC version, I'm going to play that. They normally are. That that Game Pass is something sweet. It is. Something special. Uh, Chris Tales, when it came out, dropped on Xbox uh, Game Pass. Wow. Like it's a brand new game. Like you can go to the store right now and you can pick it up for $40. It's on the Xbox. Or you can just play on Game Pass. Yeah. I pay, I think, I think it's about $13 a month. For Game Pass? Yeah. Just, I don't do like the Xbox one. You can, you can just do the PC one. Yeah. There's a special PC one. Yeah. yeah you, you know, there's like an ultimate pass that includes the Xbox, the PC, and the mobile. And you can buy one that's just the PC and it's pretty affordable. Let's bring us back. Okay. Yes, sir. We've really just dro- driven into the field. I don't know if Phil Spencer hired you to come here to talk to me about Game Pass. <laughs> I'm already sold. I'm just waiting to finish something. I don't I don't know what's holding me back. Mm. But what... So you've also revealed you're playing Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. What else are you playing? Okay, so... And Ryza. Yeah, we're we're in the, the end game of Ryza. Nice. We're nice. at the point where I'm wrapping up all the little side quests to... Uh, so one of the big things about Ryza... Or the Atelier series, I apologize. The Atelier series is every incarnation of this game has a specific character named Pamela in it. And she is always a ghost. And she sometimes is a very gothic Lolita, like, uh, looking ghost with just like a penchant for desserts and things like that. It's very goofy. And in the same vein, there's also another thing that the Atelier series is known for. It's like you can go up to barrels and actually like click on it and the character will just go, Barrel! 
Yes, yeah, yes. I've seen that in the text. I have a T-shirt from a limited edition release of, uh, I think it was Monocamia, that literally just has a picture of the barrel from the game, and it says barrel. And I, I love that thing. I still have it floating around here somewhere, I think. Either that or it's, it's in storage. But the only way to actually unlock Pamela and like do her entire storyline in Ryza is to do every side quest. Oh, and it's, it's interesting. Like the side quests are actually interesting. They have like lengthy storylines that actually kind of expand the world. Mm -hmm. So they actually have a lot of value. And so I've been working on that. I've been synthesizing the end game gear and, and recipes and stuff like that. So I've basically been grinding at this point because I'm at the chapter that says final battle. So clearly we're at the You're end. At the end. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're going through like talking to our friends and reaffirming how much it means to us to to go on this journey and save our town. I love that. I it, love that moment in the game where you before you go do it, you go talk to everyone. It's like, oh dude, I want to go fuck them up. And <laughs> it's it's always so it's hype. It's yeah, like, how do you absolutely. feel about this? It's it, this is a little bit more low-key, I'll admit. Yeah. There's definitely uh, like in some Final Fantasies, it's a little more like, yeah, let's do this. In Rise, it's like, I'm going to go talk to my mom and dad and just be like, <laughs> I got to go ask my mom and dad for permission yeah, to stay I tonight. mean, because essentially you, you start the game as troublemakers and you end it as like, you know, the heroes yeah. um, without going into more detail. So that's what I've really put most of my time into. Like, literally, that's what I did all day today. But I've started Hollow Knight, which uh, I've also not really I've mentioned that I want to play it, but I haven't really mentioned that I started it. And I, I managed to chew through the first two areas pretty quickly because I've started it about three times so same yeah same. so now i'm actually pushing through it's installed on my ps4 i'm i'm going at it i think i've bought it like four times really i think so i I've do you have it on it. every platform i have yeah oh. and i was like i'm gonna do this and i get rid of that platform and i'm like well there goes Hollow oh, that's right you got rid of your ps4 <laughs> yeah jeez it's something else. I don't remember what else I had it on, but it's gone. But yeah, so I'm playing Hollow Knight a little bit at a time. I'm trying to drip feed that so I don't get a little burnt out or anything like that. But it's also a game that you need to practice your moves on, so you can't wait too long. But the other thing that I'm playing lately is Don't Starve. Have you heard oh, of this? Yeah. It's a it's a so I got it on sale for like, I think it was like $3. It goes on, on sale pretty good. Yeah, it's a frequent. one. Like I didn't get the Don't Start Together where you can play co-op or anything. I didn't get any oh. DLC. I just got the base game. Because it sounded something like, as you know from Ryza and the Atelier series in general, I like gathering and crafting type games. And the way this, this game was explained to me is like you essentially have this kind of like unique art 2D art style. And you gather ingredients and build certain things and you try to survive on this island with like weird eldritch horrors and stuff like that. Uh, don't quote me. I, I've played for about like half an hour, so I'm, no, I'm not no, deep I'll into it. I'll take your word. It, looks, it looks good. I'll, I'll give it that. It's, a, it's got a cool, unique art style. Uh, the gathering kind of in like the difficulty curve is a little high for me. Maybe I'm just really bad at it. I'm sure there's somebody out there that speed runs that shit and makes me look like an amateur, but I'm enjoying it. Um, there's a lot of the games in this genre. There's like Valheim, Don't Starve. I think, uh, I mean, Minecraft, you know, there's tons of games in this, this kind of vein. And I just went with this one cause it was three bucks and I've heard a lot. It's, it's huge. Like it's shown all the time. So I'm, I'm curious to see if it really results in anything or if I'll just get bored. So I want to say when I was active on Twitch that I saw this one a lot getting streamed and watched. So there's something to this that's good, but I know it's not for me. Or at least 
I guess mechanic wise, because those those building and surviving type games, that's that's never what I need to do. Yeah. And it never keeps me. I, I get bored. I got that the forest game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought that was like some kind of cool horror game. And I think it's labeled as that. And I understand if it's like because zombies are running after you, I guess. But you have to build and survive stuff on this island. And mm-hmm. it's really kind of like a zombie version of Ark, the dinosaur survival game. <laughs> and like, I, I didn't want that. I thought this was going to be something completely different. So the only time I've seen The Forest actually played is kind of on stream with people. And I don't think I've ever seen a solo player. Mm. Like it, it appears that the only time that it looks interesting and seems to be a good experience is when people play co-op, like with friends. Uh like I can see how like and I think that's what it really sells itself as if you deep dive into some of the, like the trailers and like descriptions like it's clearly like trying to promote that this is a multiplayer game. Yeah. And this is where you hit that sort of thing that I have like with Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is good. Monster Hunter is better with friends. Yeah. And uh I just don't have enough active friends that play it. Like we we're you know we're adults. It's it's challenging to be like, all right, uh, from six PM until seven thirty PM, we all need to get on the forest or monster hunting and we're gonna do this, this, is like it's that's that's hard for me to yeah. do. Yeah. I mean I'm just incredibly antisocial in games. Like I <laughs> I would rather just do what I'm doing and mm-hmm. that's gonna be it. Yeah. Like I, I I hate playing online. You're not an MMO fan, are you? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and then I'm gonna get. I could get off at any time. Don't if I'm playing online. Don't, don't rely on me. Don't ex- <laughs> do not rely on me. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry I let you down, but you, you should have placed your faith somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because that's completely the opposite from what you are like in Aww. in person. So well, thanks, senpai. Uh, no problem, Kohai. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, so that is, I've only I'm only playing three games. Like if I go any further than that, I'm in trouble. Like I kind of want to boot up. Uh, we were talking about it. Uh, on Daryl's stream, they, they did the whole vote for what his next game is, and one of the things that came up was Zero Escape series. Uh, yeah, it's a visual novel, but it's got those kind of uh, like escape room puzzles. And yeah. the original one is on DS, and it's nine nine nine. It's like nine doors, um, nine people. Some I forget what the last one. I think it's it's like, got a trippy naming nomenclature. Yeah. But it, I remember trying it on DS. And it was pretty good, and I thought about booting that up too. And then I was like, no, three is enough. Three is want, enough. If you want a good puzzle game series, have you played Dr. Layton? Yes, I I I started Dr. Layton. You look like you you have some reserves about Dr. Layton. Dr. Layton made me feel stupid at the time when I right? played it. It's I, hard. So okay, so they start the game. Interesting characters, interesting situation. Like I, I'm like, okay, cool. Like Sherlock Holmes, a little kid sidekick sort of thing, you know, yeah. like this is cool. First puzzle. Like the most basic bitch maze there is. Second puzzle, the most complex shit I've ever taken on. I pulled out paper and started trying to figure it out, and I still didn't figure it out. I did. I took a hint. I spent one of the the rare hints you get in the game. Yeah. And I still didn't figure it out. It's hard. It's it's tough. It's tough, and that's the beginning of the game. Like I know how games work. Here's the baby shit at the beginning, and it gets worse. <laughs> it gets it gets bigger and badder at the end. And yeah. If I'm struggling as the dumbass on the second puzzle in the game, the end game is impossible. So there's only two options I have. Give up because I'm an idiot or look online. 
Oh no! And ruin everything. Yeah, you can't do that for this yeah. game. Yeah, like, it seems it seems wrong. And I, that's cheating. <laughs> and I did this in my early twenties, like when it like was like still relatively you know new. Like I, I basically after that first one made me cry myself yeah. to sleep because I was in math club. I was in UIL. Like I placed in this shit. I'm a smart kid. And Leighton was like, Nah, you're dumb. You're dumb as fuck. And I, I just I put it away. I saw all the sequels coming out. They looked cool. It's level five. I love level five. Dark Cloud. You got Inazuma Eleven. You got Fantasy Life. These are all my jam. Not Professor Layton. Made Man. me feel dumb when I was twenty two. And so, like maybe maybe now, like I'm older. I'm older You're now. You're wisened. I, I think hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I, I grabbed one. What was it? We were on some trip and we stopped at a GameStop or we stopped somewhere where me and my brother could walk in and I grabbed it because we we were on a road trip and I was like, I need something for the time. And I grabbed one and I had such a blast Mm. and it was so infuriatingly hard. And I was like, man, these puzzles suck. But I, I just I just kept trying and trying. And eventually I either guessed my way through it and I lucked out or I eventually actually worked it out and figured it. But it was dumb. So you know what series I actually came to love because of that same kind of concept? Hmm. Actually, I'm going to guess. Was No, I actually, I can't guess. I, I was going to throw some sarcastic answer out there for you. But, yeah, but you, you can't think of a sarcastic I, answer. I don't know any other It was the Ace games. Attorney series. Ah, uh, yeah. But here's the thing is I didn't start with the original. I started with, uh, what is it, Twin Justices. Mm, with Twin, his little, uh, oh, what's that guy's It was name? Apollo Justice Apollo, and... Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Wright. Yeah. And it was a, there was a demo for it on the 3DS. And, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll try it. I've never tried the series. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. So then I went back and got the rest of the series. And those puzzles were, the puzzles in that game were a lot more approachable. Um, it, the system was different. It wasn't like, uh, like you're an idiot. Um, if, if you gather the right amount of materials, you could win easily. If you didn't, you could still win, but it took a little, little bit more time. Um, so I really enjoyed those and it was, it was quirky and fun and clever and, you know, I can't recommend them enough, especially since the trilogy, the original trilogy is on like every platform and it typically goes on sale for about like 10 to 15 bucks on a regular basis. Easily worth it. Yeah. Anyways. So we've, we've covered games at this point. We've, we've covered a lot. If you, I think you have an isekai (laughs) list for us to kind of maybe. Yes. We'll bounce back into the, the topic at hand. Before we talk about everything else under the sun, Absolutely. as we uh, as we normally do, it's been two weeks, man. We got a lot to cover. I haven't even talked to you about the anime I've watched. Oh, I've, that's right. You mentioned that you watched I've, like four series. I beat four series down. I love I love that you said you beat it. I beat like it. this was this was a, a hurdle that you jumped over more than anybody else. That's how I normally look at it, and that's that's what helps me power through a lot. Of okay, things. so what I'm going to kind of talk about is a little bit of the more like common more popular isekai series okay um i kind of i'm gonna throw some out and i'd I'd like to hear your opinion if you've watched it um what you think of it okay that sort of thing i might might sound in a little bit myself but i I won't go too crazy i'm gonna gonna let i'm gonna let kohai like respond like because i already got to respond to your weird ass like bizarre isekai that apparently exists so that's fair so let's hit let's hit the big one this is the one that, is it Overlord? No, it's not Overlord. Oh, okay. I got. We covered Overlord. We covered it. It's got to be on. Okay, go it, ahead. Go ahead. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, Literally the number one isekai on numerous lists. I'll believe it. It's so popular, and I don't understand it. Really? I don't 
get the appeal. And maybe it's just because I'm so opposed to Isekai, but it's just another power fantasy Isekai. So it just happens to be the most popular power fantasy Isekai. Yeah. Like he, what was it? He, the first episode, he, he turns into slime and he meets the Thunder God Dragon. Mm-hmm. And now he has the Thunder God Dragon power within him. And then from there on out, I think I watched like 10 episodes, maybe not 10. I watched quite a few episodes of the first season and I was like, nothing's really going bad for this guy. Like he gets arrested for something, but like that was it. And oh, everything yeah. else was good for him. And I was like, no, or nothing was an issue. He he ends up getting himself a whole, I'm almost good. I'm going to say harem of goblins. <laughs> I, I don't, a group of, a following of goblins. <laughs> Um, that that become his, and he gathers these wolves, and it's it's great. He has a small army, cause he's the protagonist. Yeah, and I I don't like that. That's not enough challenge for me. I, I don't. There's not enough intrigue. Like, oh my god, is he going to die? It, is it, there it, a it escalates here? a bit later in the series. Like it's clearly mm. so for me. One of the biggest things about that series, and this is this can turn people off. For, for one, there's the hilarious slash slightly inappropriate joke of uh, when he's dying, he tells his friend to throw his hard drive in the bathtub. Oh yeah, that was funny. That uh, was like funny. it's so weird. It's such a weird thing. Like and that's the thing is like it's the only time it's brought up. Yeah, like, it's such a weird thing to have happen. Um. And then you go whole hog into the other world. This is this is another case of uh, really it's a series that's basically a fantasy series because they they really lose the isekai like the I'm from another world part yeah. of it yeah. pretty pretty quickly. Like you get boiled down into the world, and that's how I feel like the first like you know encounters really work. They're, it's world building. We don't care that he's from from modern Tokyo as much anymore. Like it might be mentioned in like some terms of like negotiation and things like that. Like I worked for you know this company and I learned how to talk to people, um, but this guy he just becomes Rimuru. Yeah, he becomes this it. slime, and he, he he was no longer John Smith. He he gets these skills, and it's a and they explain it and they like show him like taking on the first group of monsters that he recruits, and then another one, and then another one until he builds a nation, and and then you start getting into the actual storyline where you encounter some of the uh, you know heroes in the world, the demon lords, and stakes get bigger as you get into that but it takes so long to get there that if you're not interested in the first bit well you kind of just drop off like you did yeah and i don't blame anybody for that especially sometimes if you don't like power fantasy because that's really what it is that's my biggest turnoff is a power fantasy Mm -hmm. i i i mean i enjoy underdog stories as Mm -hmm. much as anybody else and i have a real i guess tender tender spot on each side of that scale it it can't be too much of an underdog story or where it's like of course he got that you know he's mm-hmm. got to come out when or on the other side where it's like well jesus you know what else is he gonna get right you know it, it's i don't i, I don't want to sound like i'm asking for too much from an isekai but like you know where kanasuba came in mm-hmm. and kazuma kuzuma kazuma kazuma, kazuma. yeah man where he all he can do is just like move water. That's it. And all the rest of his team are the ones that really help carry him. Yeah. And that's it. You know? I think one of my favorite moments in the early series is when they start doing jobs to to live and then they realize like, wait, this is horrible. Why are we doing this? Like they seem like they're having fun. Like it's a whole montage. And then, yeah. it, then it's like, <laughs> wait, no, this is horrible. They're Why building houses. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. So clearly we love Kanasuba. 
Um, but slime, slime is a decent series. It just takes a while to get rolling. Yeah. Uh, it's got great animation in the anime. It's got good character designs. Um, I think I've watched a couple of the fight scenes and I was really they're pretty impressed. Good. Yeah. Really good. Especially with the ogre girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's the, not for the fight scenes. Uh, I know. Oh, pie. Oh yeah. I'm aware. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, pie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so moving on, we, we've covered the big, the big boy on the list. But there's another big boy on the list, and I don't know if you've watched it at all. Is it Overlord? No, it's not Overlord. I'm dreading Overlord. No, I'm not going to mention Overlord. I'm going to spoil you right now. I'm not mentioning Overlord. thank you. Because Overlord is number two, but we're not going to talk about it because we covered it already. Okay. (laughs) We covered it already. There's no reason to reiterate what we've already talked about. Same thing with like the Saga of Tanya the Evil. Oh, okay. Which happens to be number four. Konosuba being number mm. three, we've we've talked about that. Um, but number <laughs> five, we not uh, number five, the big boy in the room that every anime fan in the world knows, especially if you collect figures, ReZero, starting life in another um, world. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've always wanted to start this one. I just don't know anything about it. Like I, I know Subaru is in this new world. I know about Rim. I know mm-hmm. about Ram. I know about Amelia. I know about Rim or Ram wishing she was with Subaru and Amelia's instead main girl. But that's all I got. The ship wars. The sh- it's, it's a like, ship war. Essentially yeah. that the series, I, is it over? N- no, 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 no. It's, it's still going. Okay. Um, I think they, they made, they made the first season and then they had a second season. I think there's a movie. There's even a video game. I don't know if you know this. There's a video game for it that was localized onto the PSN. Is it a visual novel? I don't think so, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's one of those unique titles, like kind of like the Black Clover game that came out, the Little Witch Academia game that came out. Hmm. You got things like, oh, good Lord, this, a fairy tale had an RPG designed by Gust, the guys yeah. behind the Atelier series. Yeah. But it, it covers like storylines that are like two thirds of the way through the way series. Past the yeah. Big, I thought about buying the fire. Fi- wow. The. I almost got really country. Ooh. My, my hick almost came out. <laughs> the, the, the twang came twang. out. <laughs> uh, I almost thought about buying the fairy tale one, but I saw or I looked up reviews about where it was in the story, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't get it if you don't know anything up to this arc, which is way past the beginning." So, but I, uh, what is it with Re Zero? I, I that's probably gonna be the next Isekai I watch because I want to watch Isekai Quartet. And I've I've watched three of the four required yeah, in the quartet, for the quartet. except yeah. uh, ReZero. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. Uh, be patient with it. Uh, Subaru as a character is super cringe towards the beginning. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a little. It, I had to come back to it a couple times. Like I had to be like, okay, that's enough. Oh no! But uh, past that, I'm gonna go ahead and start listing all the rest of the the big ones. Off the, the off the uh, cuff, the big ones, the big ones. Um, there's also there's also of course Sword Art Online. We've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there's gonna be no game, no life. Do you know about this series? I know about it. I haven't watched it yet. Fantastic series. Uh, essentially, a pair of siblings who are very good at games and things like that. Uh, very intelligent and work together really well. Get reincarnated into a world where there's different races. And they have to compete using games, and so they it actually ends up becoming this this story about these siblings competing in games against different races, and so I think like one of them is chess, but then they do other different types of games, and it's you know logic and like game of cat and mouse. It's really really good, okay. well animated, and it has you can actually get the TV series. It's about twelve episodes. 
Um, the light novels are uh, localized, and there's even a movie that's a prequel to it. So oh. it's something to check out. Log Horizon is another huge one. Um, nope, I don't know that so one. So Log Horizon kind of works in a weird way where people play an MMO, but then they become the people in the MMO. They, they, they become their characters, and they don't know why. So they have to learn how to exist in this suddenly real world. And it actually ends up kind of playing into like a little bit of survival and like establishing, you know, different guilds and groups. And it's it's very much more about the politics between people and how they handle things. That's very, cool. very detailed. The first two seasons are fantastic. Apparently the third season that came out way later is an absolute dumpster fire. Oh. I'm going to watch it myself to make sure. But I remember I have the entire first two seasons on Blu-ray. I I. I powered through them. They're that good. I like that Lord of the Flies kind of thing where it's just people all of a sudden in a bad situation and they have to survive. And I mean, if it's, if it ends up becoming like a hunger games kind of situation, then that's cool. But I, I like, I like seeing politics where people yeah. wheel and deal or wheel and keel wheel and keel. Oh yeah. Uh, country as hell, huh? Is that, is that how that came on? Keel. I, I didn't mean that. We're going to kill you. Um, no, no. Uh, but it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you for your, your country boy, hictastic language. Thanks. Uh, moving on. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about real quick. The devil is a part-timer, the reverse isekai where the demon King from an isekai world Actually, and his and his uh, and the person who killed him in the original world, the hero, and his right hand people all get reincarnated into the modern Japan world, and the Demon King ends up working at McDonald's. Essentially, I didn't realize that was the cast. I, I mean, just from the title alone, the devil or the demon. Uh, mm -hmm. But wow, that that sounds a lot more fun. Than it's fantastic. The light novel series just recently wrapped up. The first season is only 12 episodes. It's great all the way through. Good world building, good comedy, great animation. The second season is supposed to be coming out in the near future. Hmm. Um, so I'm hoping, uh, against all hope, uh, that they continue to animate more of it. Uh, past that, we have things like The Rising of the Shield Hero. Classic. Absolute classic. And I'm not going to go too deep diving into this because, believe it or not, folks, with a little bit more effort, I have a multi-part series where Trey and I literally go through each episode and make commentary on this entire series. So look forward to that as a special bonus. Uh, moving on from there, we're going to do one more and it's a particular favorite of mine. It is the familiar of zero or zero. No Skyma. Um, it that is, sounds familiar. I'm going to look that up while you talk about it. It's basically like a pervy Harry Potter. I'm sold. Um, this guy from Japan literally gets, isekai into a world where he is summoned as the familiar of a female wizard at a wizarding school, essentially. Uh, she is, of course, a Sundari character, so she's quite harsh on him, but she clearly likes him. And there's and then the story expands in some really, really cool places involving different kingdoms and uh, different types of magic and things of that nature. So it's, it's worth a watch. There's four seasons of it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't look familiar to me at all. This is a... Uh... This is new. Yeah. This is actually an older series. Like they've wrapped it up a long time ago at this point, but 2006 it's 2006 to 2009. Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, the familiar of zero is a reference to the character, the main character, the female wizard, the Sundari, because she's referred to as Louise, the zero, because every time she tries to use magic, unlike everybody else in the world, she fails miserably. Oh, and this plays into the plot. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's worth the watch. Even with the Sundari antics that sometimes get a little overboard, 
because I'm just not a huge fan of the Sundari antics that get like excessively abusive. So that's always a little tough for me. But overall, great story, great characters, great world building. Four seasons, good animation, worth your time. So there is, as you can see, a lot of popular Isekai. I have this, this list has 47 entries. 47 Isekai. 47 entries. Of those 47, I know about 30 of them and have either watched, read, have some kind of reference to the story. Like we could talk all night long about this list. However, we're going to have to split that with our Reddit questions we have. Oh, so we're doing Reddit questions tonight. Yes, sir. We are doing Reddit questions. I meant to put them in the beginning, but I got so caught up in the moment. Imagine that. You leave for two weeks and you come back and you absolutely fuck up our our format. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So the first question comes from mm, eight and a half by 11. Wow, that, that was really hard to read. It, it looks sounded like, like a struggle. It looks like band a half beat if you don't look at the number <laughs> parts. So what is the shortest combination of words required to stop a rampaging tsundere? What? I, I don't know the answer to well, that. you got to have the answer to this. What, uh, I, I, I'm the tsundere. The shortest version? <laughs> yeah. The, short, the shortest sentence you can say to a rampaging tsundere that will make them stop. Baka? No. Oh, I love you. Oh, uh, they will be absolutely shocked. Floored. Yeah, I see. And I see. because they're they're not used to that. They're used to basically they they want to be the, the soon part. They want to beat on the person and they they're used to it never being said and, you know, never being addressed. I mean, come on. Like, look at. Uh, did you watch Toradora? Yeah, like halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Toradora is, is like that. Like, it's, you know, basically once he actually kind of like, like confesses to her, she doesn't have a lot to say. And if if we're going based on uh, Rie Kugamiya's portrayal of pretty much all her tsundaris, uh Shauna, uh, Louise, uh, Taiga, like they're basically going to be stopped in their tracks when they are told, I love you for real, because they won't know how to react. They can't hit because it's like, wait, this is the thing I want to hear. I need to go to the dare part of my body. But it doesn't work because I ah, what's happening does not compute pretty much happens at that moment. I think I just learned something. Yes, you did. I wow. Okay. This is what senpais are here for. This is this is what the show is. This is the meat and potatoes. So the next question comes from Robobeezy. And he asks, Is there any one anime that is your all time favorite? He actually has a two party here. Mm-hmm. Um You go first. I'll go first. Right now, my all time favorite. And really, I think all-time favorite. I thought, I'll go ahead and say it's Kanasuba. It it used to be Naruto, but really at this point, Naruto is comfort food. Um, it's what you come back to to, yeah. to just remind yourself that you love anime. Yeah, mm. and I mean, I'll I'll let that ride in the background, like if I'm doing something, mm-hmm. and I'll put it on Hulu and just let Naruto Shippuden run or regular Naruto run, and just damn, I love that. Now I'll go back to what I'm doing. I'll look back and like, damn, there's Tsunade, and then I'll just come back and be like, <laughs> damn, I see you know, growing up. Ah! and then just keep going but really apart from that it's Konosuba right now it's so funny it's it's everything I would want it's got amazing action scenes it does I'll give it that it it looks good yeah it's funny as hell and it's so gifable yeah it's very gifable. I think half my gifts now are the same aqua ones 
Absolutely. The yeah. the facial expressions and like the reactions are fantastic. So yeah, I, they work perfect. I don't don't you usually have the one with uh Kazuma with like the the nosebleed and like ready to fight? <laughs> oh, yeah. You want an ass whooping? <laughs> normally, that's the one I normally have. Yeah, you drop that something. in you drop that in the Discord a lot. So I'm ready um, to give an ass whooping at any time. So my favorite anime of all time is FLCL, Fully Cooly. Mm. Amazing soundtrack, fantastic animation, uh, coming in of age story with really bizarre kind of uh, metaphors. The guys who became Trigger behind a lot of it. Um, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Like, Not, do Trigger's I need to great. say more? Not oh, wait, the soundtrack by The Pillows, one of the greatest Japanese indie rock bands ever. Who even came back for the not necessarily asked for sequel series and still had fantastic music. I saw the pillows in concert. I love them to death. They're fantastic. I see them every night. That's you're not funny. I'm I try. What like uh, that's not fair. That's not fair. You're a dad. You can do dad jokes. I do what I can. I do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's what's part two here? Part two. Also, a two part question for the manga master. Is there any anime that you watched that you did not read the manga? Or I guess I really, I'll, I'll compound onto that. Mm-hmm. Do you normally pick a show based off what you've read? So like if you read something, do you keep an eye out for it? Or I guess, do, do you pick anything based off what you've read? Manga okay, so to be clear there, if I've read a series mm-hmm. and it has affected me in some way, like I, I enjoyed it. If I got the end of it, then yes, I'm looking out for the show. Okay. Uh, Comey can't communicate. Um, I think I read Nagatoro. Like, uh, was it? Don't please don't bully me. Nagatoro song before the anime was released. I mean, you can see me like in our Discord. Like every time one of these shows is announced to get an anime, I'm like, yeah, let's freaking go. Yeah. But the reality is, is I will also look for shows that just look interesting. Like I, I totally still do. Like we've talked about this. Like how you choose your shows on Funimation. You just look at the cover art. On, yeah. On I don't channel. read descriptions. Yeah. yeah. You just like that looks cool. I'm, I'm gonna jump into it. Maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it does. And I do the same thing because it, it reminds me of the early years when you had to buy whatever you got, and you hoped somebody made made a good recommendation. But ultimately, you'd just be looking at the covers of of series and maybe if you took the time to read the back or if the case like as they they came in those hard cases if you could actually read through those things then you could read a synopsis but you ultimately were gambling and i kind of feel like that's an important part of anime fandom like that you find those series that you didn't expect to enjoy doing that so i still do that sort of thing yes do i read a series of manga and i chase down its anime when it's released am i excited for Fuck yes, that's half of the fun. You get to see a story animated, and sometimes that changes it. Um, it really makes a difference. Uh, for me, for instance, Full Metal Panic was originally a light novel series, and then it had a manga and an anime. Um, and I read the manga for Full Metal Panic first. And then, Quick note, quick note. We didn't get into what we were watching. I'm watching Full Metal Panic. Fuck yes! Ugh. I'm so pumped right now. <laughs> See, I'm that, so pumped. One of my big reveals for you was that, Full Metal Panic. Because if FLCL is number one, Full Metal Panic is number two, and you've watched Steven School of Room and Croon, you're now watching Full Metal Panic, I'm the happiest senpai ever. Like, I'm do, excited right now. I do what I can. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But no, when Gonzo animated Full Metal Panic, it elevated that story because it is such an action-packed show. The mech designs and the the kind of world it builds, 
is very much more enjoyable in a kind of like motion fashion. You can see like the still pictures and they, they do a decent job with like kinetic, you know, imagery for those, those series in, in manga, but anime really just takes it to the next level. And I, I think that's my, my ultimate example is full metal panic was good as a story. Full metal panic was good as a manga. Full metal panic is great as an anime. And then you take the fact that it started out in the hands of Gonzo for the first 24 episode series, and then they hand it off to a different animation studio. And you're like, oh no, what's going to happen to my favorite series? And it's great animation and voice acting and just everything about it. And they hand it off to Kyoto Animation. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Kyoto Animation got their hands on Full Metal Panic, and it just got better. Wait, this happens at the... The 24 episode mark? No, yeah, like basically Gonzo animated the first 24 uh, episodes, which is the first three novels in this series. After that, they do, uh, they pass off the work to Kyoto Animation, who does the uh, anthology of the side stories, which is Full Metal Panic for Mofu, essentially what, it, what, what is supposed okay. to be like kind of like the side stories for the series. So Gonzo actually wrapped up the story. They wrapped up the first three novel stories, yes. Okay. And then Kyoto Animation takes over for the anthology of fun, kooky side stories. And then they get the second season, which is essentially the second season, which is the second raid. And then they move on from there to uh, Invisible Victory, which continues the main storyline. And yeah, it's it's good shit. It's good shit. I cannot recommend it enough. I will tell everybody until I'm blue in the face. Yeah, how no, good it is. you have. Um, yeah, I, I need to shut up a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I think you may have answered the next question. Is there any anime that you watch that you... Oh, no. Is there any anime that you watched that you did not read the manga? Yes. You clearly wild card it. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there any anime that you have watched where you preferred the show over the manga? Clearly, I've answered, answered the question without uh, being asked. Man, you, you just uh, knocked all the birds out with one stone. What about you? Um, I mean, I, I imagine uh, there's a lot of that for you. Yeah. I, so I don't like reading details i mean so i'm, I'm not a I, lo- I love that you put a break in there so i got really worried for a yeah, second yeah, i don't like, like reading i don't like reading <laughs> no i enjoy reading but i don't like reading descriptions especially on anime mm-hmm. i've been burned too many times uh with anime descriptions where mm-hmm. i understand it to be one thing and then it's completely something else like classroom of the elite was one that i thought was going to be something insane and something crazy cool but that's because the description gave me these high expectations. And really, it's because of myself. I set these expectations. But I, I had nothing to go on else besides the words. I watched it, and I was very let down. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the series because of it. Um, I want to say this happened with like one or two other series. And I was like, you know what? The pictures are enough. Yeah. I can pretty much surmise what's going to happen here, I think, until I watched this one anime that looked pretty sci-fi, real fan servicey. And I was like, okay, I'm into that. And this guy becomes an alchemist to save his world. And it turns out he eats the Philosopher's Stone. And now the only way to save people is to kiss them. And I didn't realize this at all. This was not portrayed in the picture. And this is a very fan service anime. And it became too much for me. Wow. And I was like, Oh, I can't watch this. This is so no you, hit, you hit the you hit the the etchy threshold. Yeah, you, know, it, you were like, that's enough. Yeah, and I I can do fan service. I can't really do etchy. Yeah, 
That's, that's okay. I, I mean, I understand completely. I don't have that problem, but I understand. Thanks. Thanks for respecting that, man. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, getting on what you were talking about is like descriptions always <laughs> aren't always, you know, the best at selling a show, in my opinion. Like, for instance, if you read the description of Beck Mongolian Chop Squad, it sounds pretty mundane. Yeah, I'm doesn't sure. Doesn't it? Like, like, it's like, you know, young man uh, decides to join a band and and you know discover himself like a really boring thing like i'm just guessing i don't have it up ready to read it but i guarantee you there's not you can't write a blurb about back mongolian chop squad that really sells it for what it is yeah and you watch that and you were like that's freaking amazing like you found the band's music great you thought the animation was cool the the character development was great but if you had just read that description you would have been like this sounds boring i don't want to watch sounds it. like a dumb music show yeah i, I couldn't watch this but yeah no, it uh, once you hear that opening and you see how everything goes, then you make that decision for yourself. Yeah. It's you really got to open the book and start reading and yeah, then you so, see kind of how it's going to go. Yeah. So you really you can't always rely on the description and sometimes you can't rely on the picture either. So you just got to gamble all the way through. It is a constant gamble. Absolutely. With anime. But that's half the fun of being a fan. That it truly is. Yeah, it truly is. Well, I think we've hit the end of the yellow brick road, my friend. Oh, well, Toto, I guess it's a. Look, you, that sounds like an insult, but I love Toto. Africa's a great song. Uh, not that. Am I Weezer? Not Weezer. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate that version of Africa. This reference slope has it's absolutely going, fallen it's apart. Going all over the place. <laughs> no. Who sung that song? What? And it was Africa. Weezer. We, uh, Toto sung. Toto their, sung Africa. Yeah. Oh, and I Weezer it covered worse. it. I made it worse. Yeah, you did. Worse. Like, oh, my gosh. Man. So anyway, Stephen, I, I got nothing else. What what do you have for the I good of anybody? Else. Let's just let's call it a night, my friend, and Please. just uh, end it on whatever like terrible shooting ourselves in the foot moment we just had. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no problem. It was fun. See you next time. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye.